the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails, inviting you to join the fight to end human trafficking. Look in the eyes to see. Look in me straight to leave. You give me all I need. So give me courage to believe. Each week, Abolition Radio sheds light on the darkness of modern slavery, celebrates the work of abolitionists who are fighting for freedom, and equips the church to engage in the work of justice with hope rooted in God's Word. Our goal is to see a radio audience become an army of gospel activists. You're in the neighborhoods we live in. You're in the ones we're passing by. You're in the ones we call our neighbors. And the ones who still sleep are Now here's the host of Abolition Radio, founder and executive director of Love Never Fails, Vanessa Russell. Thanks, Dave, and welcome to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. I'm in the studio today, and I'm actually by myself, but I'm not. I'm physically by myself, but I'm actually on the line with a very amazing guest who has agreed to join me and talk about an amazing uh, event that we have coming up very soon here. And we've been doing a lot of work together over the last year, uh, actually longer than that, and we'll talk some more about that in just a second. But before we do... I uh, just want to introduce our guest, which is Michelle Ryan, co-founder of Stellium. Welcome, Michelle. Thank you very much. A pleasure to be here again. Yeah. So um, we had you in studio, I want to say maybe eight months ago, you and Malaya, who are co-founders of Stellium. And and just for the listening audience, we, we had you in here eight months ago. We were talking about an event that we were actually a movement that that you had designed called Harmonic Reduction with Malaya. And, and the two of you really have been um, uh, working uh, under the umbrella of Stellium, which is a social good company that's really Targeted at changing um, the 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 culture of our of our country, the culture of our world, and moving us um, to a place where we're standing in solidarity with musicians and artists um, that are against the in, injustice and 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 for humanity. And so, you guys form Stellium, and um, you've been doing musical events and performances um, as your way of sort of addressing the issue of human trafficking. Um, um, and and so, we, uh, you know, I, I know I said this to you in person at the Harmonica Reduction event in Oakland. We can't thank you enough. And um, and uh, thank you again for um, this upcoming event, which is Music of the Spheres. But we'll get into that in a second. I, I want to know a little bit more and let make sure the listening audience knows about Stellium and and how it was founded and and and, and make sure that, you, you know, you have an opportunity to talk a little bit about your heart, um, which has been very sort of clear that 
you know, you, you have a, a strong feelings about uh, human trafficking, the form of injustice that it represents and, and how that, how that came to be. So Michelle, kind of let us, let us in on what your, what your, you know, your, the purposes of Stellium. Wow. Well, you gave a wonderful introduction there. I think that that really summarized it so, so much better than I could. However, like when we set out to create Stellium, it was, you know, Malaya and I, and we had the two parts that make what Stellium is. And for me, it's knowing that entertainment and mass media can create movements and, you know, create, like, get people to care about things and actually act on things and be advocates. And Malaya, her background, she was born a freedom fighter. She was born in a prison. So, you know, we shared that story last time. And um, it was just when you put those two together, we, we just feel we're unstoppable. And, and then add in orgs like Love Never Fails and Protect and um, all like for harmonic reduction, we had such overwhelming support from orgs that are doing incredible work to fight human trafficking and child trafficking. And so we can't thank you guys enough. Oh, um, and then the, the other part is the musicians, the artists. Yeah. Uh, they just like, especially in Oakland, I got to say, like that community of artists amaze me daily. Yep. They have been supported us to no end. Dell, the Funky Homo Sapien, Domino from Hyro, um, Black Alicious, Gift the Gab, um, Zion I is now coming onto this project. So we're just so, so excited about what can happen here. I mean, we, we launched last March. It hasn't even been a year. Right. So we're, we're like, we couldn't do it without all the support, though. And, and, and now we're partnered um, with Hip Hop for Change, which is a great org based out of Oakland and hip hop TV. So it's like just upward and onward. Yeah. I mean, I was just blown away with the harmonic reduction event. Tell me again, remind me when we did that. That was was September 7th. That's right. I mean, I was just blown away. It (laughs) was so professional, uh, so beautifully done. The artists were just jazz to be there they break they gave it their all the street vendors the look and feel of the event the photography that you you had like a little showcase where there were you know pictures of some of the artists and some of the activists oakland in oakland project. and yeah. you know yeah i mean just amazing um and then you know the wall that you pulled together leading up to the event um or that you you know that you participated in right so um mm-hmm. in in place seeing, you know, the pictures that were showcased at the event sort of there uh, leading up to the event was just very innovative. And and, you know, I see here in your bio, just just an interesting tidbit here that you said you love to help kids with your first love, which is music. And that's right. And it's interesting, you know, when I think about my um, upbringing, you know, um, I, I, as you know, I'm a Christian and I'm very, you know, very devout and, and, and I, I seek God for, um, you know, my healing and my daily um, uh, guidance. Right. And, and at the same time, when I was growing up, 
um, I didn't know anything about God. You know, I well, I knew a little bit, but I, I didn't grow up in a home where we talked about God at all. And for me, um, music was a way that um, I was able to connect to my feelings and come in touch with um, my my hopes and my dreams and my and my pains and my hurts. And um, and now I see, you know, that there was this seed planted in me about music um, that I now, uh, you know, I'm a, I do dance and I use that, you know, I, I worship God in dance and I sing, uh, you know, and and I, and I find so much healing in singing and dancing for God. And as a child, um, uh, you know, there was this this many, many years where uh, I was doing all of these things without God inserted into it, but learning about myself through music, learning about myself um, through um, through the emotions that were being expressed on the song. And I just think that, um, you know, there are so many youth out there, right, that um, are having a similar experience. You know, they don't they don't necessarily know how to pray. They don't know they don't have a relationship with um, with God, but they know uh, they, they're connecting with music in this way that, um, uh, you know, uh, provides them some clarity on, uh, you know, what what they you know, what their 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 pains are and what their feelings are and gives them the words to express their pain, you know, and I, I wonder if, if you can identify it all. Absolutely. 100%. I mean, I really believe most days that music saved me yeah. completely. It, it was such a, like my connection to it since I, I was a kid, you know, I played guitar since I was four years old and writing songs was how I would deal with you know, my own like inner struggles and it was my release and my way to communicate this, you know, and to get it out. And, and then just for everybody, I mean, music, um, you hear a song and it reminds you like that you connect it to at some point, it could be anything. And it really takes you back to that time. It's very nostalgic, of course. Yeah. Right? And so it just, it just hits people on a really deep level. And then, too, like people, I mean, it's a form of entertainment, so we enjoy listening to it, right? Right. So our our thing was, like, why we chose to be, you know, this entertainment company was because of that. Like, we could get people doing what they love to do, but also make them aware of their part in in these things that that are going wrong and what they can do about it. We have a fun tagline that we use sometimes, and we say, we're at war with child trafficking and music is our weapon. Right. Yeah. So that's that's the thing. Right. Yeah. Use it even as a fan. I don't care in what form. Listen to these artists that are are partnered with us because they're all doing something. Right. Yes. More than just creating great music. They're doing something. Yeah. Music. Well, and that and, and that for me, it, it was was what was so powerful about harmonic reduction and and um, that these, you know, artists were bringing their gifts to bear to fight against human trafficking. And and, you know, when we come back, you know, I, as you know, I always like to keep it 100. You, you know, there were some some titles of certain bands that I was like, OK, what are they going to be talking about? And I'm a little scared. But um, but when I heard them actually perform their pieces, I was like, wow. Wow, you know, this is something that, um, you know, a young person, it, it, you know, there was no profanity. There was nothing derogatory about what they were saying in terms of, you know, oh, well, you know, some some music today is promoting exploitation. Right. There was nothing like Absolutely. that being said. And um, 
And but it was I felt it was a relevant message that a young person might hear. And then for them to know that that artist took a stance against trafficking, I thought, wow, you know, that could be, you know, an entrance point for a young person to to connect to, to say, I don't want to go in that direction. Or maybe I'm in that direction of of, um, maybe I'm already being trafficked and I want to get out because this artist is basically expressing my feelings and, um, you know, helping me to express my feelings. And they've taken a stance against something that I don't want to be a part of, you know? Exactly. Yeah. It's it's having um, more positive role models. Yeah. Uh, you know, we work with a lot of hip hop artists and we, we are we're picky about who we work with, of course, because we have, you know, a message we want to get out in mind and, and we need to align as, as artists and as stellium. Um, and so we absolutely look at that. We want yeah. we want. We want, especially like boys um, and men being involved in this fight against human trafficking, child trafficking is is a really big issue. We need men to be there. Yep. And these hip hop artists, we have a lot of male hip hop artists that are coming up and saying, I'm taking the stand with you. Yeah, I'm so, going so to do my part. I want to hear more about that. I want to get the lineup a little bit more about, especially for the upcoming event, Music of the Sphere. So um, when we come back, we're going to talk some more about um, about what, what we have coming up, um, potential folks that have already signed on and maybe some potential sign-ons. Um, and, you know, what what the what we're trying to do, right? Um, and, and I think you, you're switching it up on us a little bit in terms of genre and, and uh, the way that we'll deliver the message, but it's, it's all in the same uh, with the same goal of fighting against this uh, injustice of human trafficking. So we'll come right back and we'll hear some more from co-founder of Stellium, Michelle Ryan. And thank you for listening to Abolition Radio. We'll be back with more Abolition Radio right after these messages. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, where you are invited to join the fight against human trafficking. And welcome back to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Number Fails. I'm in the studio today with co-founder of Stellium, Michelle Ryan. Welcome, Michelle. Thank you very much. Yeah. So, uh, you know, so before we talk about music of the spheres, because I, I have a feeling we're going to kind of get lost in, in, in talking about that is, is so exciting. Um, I wanted to just take a look back. Right. So we did harmonic reduction in September. Um, it was the first event that Stellium had done. Like I said, it was amazingly organized. Um, and I think, you know, for me, the, remind me, how many artists did you have secured? It was like, I think nine artists. Okay. Nine artists and, um, and it was, um, it was, uh, sort of a mix of, um, you know, singers and genres, rappers yep. and different Absolutely. genres. Um, yep. there were, there were some street, you know, booth elements and some photography and you had the media out. I mean, how many media outlets did you have there? Oh, all the main, uh, local channels. Because we had the mayor come out, right, to announce uh, Report John yep. that day, and we had CNN come out, and they've asked us to continue working on some stuff with them. So, yeah, it was a wonderful first event. And just a little spoiler, it's coming back bigger and stronger this year in June. They'll be, uh, we'll be part of a, a bigger uh, festival conference that we're going to announce very soon, but it's a, it'll be a two-day music festival. Harmonic Reduction will have a stage there. 
Nice. See, look at that. Yeah, I know. So, so you know, I mean, it's so funny because I, I want the I want to like keep it one hundred with people that are listening here in terms of you know you got to start something, right? You got to just put a stake in the ground. And what I love about what you and Malaya did is you put a stake in the ground and you started the event. And you know, it, it, just putting it out there, we didn't have as many people there as we would have liked. And you had taken every measure to get tons of people out and we just needed more lead time to promote it and absolutely to be honest we had everything go wrong on us that pretty much possibly could but we you know we said well we're going to do it no matter what and we had like two weeks to promote it I think when we came to you yep and I mean end of the day we couldn't be happier no, so, so but very proud for me, what, you what know, I, I, I was, first of all, I was just amazed at how put together everything was. And, and, and then secondly, what I came away with is like, um, you know, we needed that to set the stage for what is to come. Right. And how many times, um, are we hard on ourselves and say, you know, well, it didn't, it wasn't this, or it didn't look like that, or I didn't get the accolades from this person or that person and, and sort of devalue how important it is to just take the step forward, just put the stake in the ground and, um, and do, you know, do what you, you committed to doing and what you're passionate about. And that's what you did. And you did it well. Um, Thank you. And now, so we're building upon that, right? So, so now we are moving into the next event and that is uh, music of the spheres. And that's an album, a concert and a documentary film sort of all wrapped in the same initiative, right? Correct. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, you know, just reading a little bit on the summary that you sent me, I I love the descriptors here, right? So you said the heavenly spheres in their rotations through the sky produce tones at various levels. And in concert, these tones made a harmonious sound. Music was man's participation in the harmony of the universe. Music has the power to move masses into action, shift paradigms and influence change in social uh, uh, societal perceptions. And, you know, so so you, Music of the Spheres, based on this premise, was born. And it's really about pairing uh, a youth ensemble of strings, horns, choir, and percussion with indie bands and artists and recording an album at the, yeah. the Grace Cathedral in San Francisco. Hello. I so know. awesome. It's going to be spectacular. So... Yeah, do you want me to go into it? Yeah, tell us all about it. Oh, my gosh, this is so cool. So the album um, is coming along really great. I'm supposed to be in the studio this coming week with uh, Gift the Gab from Black Alicious, uh, Zumbi from Zion Eye, Jamie Way, um, and then and then looking to bring in Dell and Domino from Hyro. So uh, it's going to be pretty incredible. And, and you can go on our website and see... Already, we have commitment from Kev Choice, who is so amazing, hip-hop jazz musician, and he is actually the one that's going to be leading the youth orchestra and choir and using uh, students from Oakland School for the Arts, who, you know, we plan to partner with, and and this will be a yearly event where we just grow bigger, bigger and better every year. And so we're going to try to get commitment from every artist that's on the album to play the concert, but 
we have our album commitments now and we're working on finalizing our performance lineup. Wow, so, that's yeah, so awesome. Gonna, and we're going to light up. I mean, it's Grace Cathedral, right? It's yeah, just, it's beautiful. Like a, it's so beautiful. It's a tourist attraction. So we were going to light it up like it's space inside. Um, and, and <laughs> wow, a, and, and that's so cool. And by the way, cool. there's a dinner that we're doing too. We're going to bring in an incredible chef to do a, a full, full course meal yep. paired with wine in the courtyard and and then go into the church and, and end up in this space this space with uh, these musicians and kids performing for you. It's going to be amazing. Wow. That is so cool. And and so you're, you're recording, I'm just looking through here, you're recording the album at 25th Street Recording in Oakland. Is that right? 25th Street Recording was very kind, and, and they're going to do all the sessions with the youth ensemble for us. Wow. That they're in kind. Wow. Thank you, yeah, 25th. That is exactly. awesome. Thank you. What a beautiful studio. Yeah. It's and so amazing. release date is in spring, correct? Like the, it's going to be coming up pretty soon then. So the concert will happen on April 28th. Uh-huh. It's a Friday. It'll start. The dinner starts at five, the concert at seven. So you could do both or, or just, just the performance, depending on, on you know what your preference is, but yeah, um, the album will be released after that. So just because we we got to get these kids um, up to speed with learning the music yeah. and be ready for the performance, and we'll probably go into the studio like a couple weeks before to get their parts down. But artists have already written songs for us and given us music. We got Foxtails Brigade. We have, like I said, the artists that I mentioned. Everybody doing a collaborative effort. And, and working together, like Joe of Anacon brought in Latif, the truth speaker from Black Crew as well. So it's just like, I'm telling you, this community of artists is, I, I can't say enough good things about them or thank them enough. This is so amazing. And all of the getting the youth engaged, I can't think of a better way to spread the message of justice, right? And, exactly. um, and, and, you know, and, and really work with the youth because a lot of youth, um, throughout our, you know, the Bay are impacted in some way. If they're not being exploited, they know somebody who is, uh, they have a friend, a family member, or they've seen it on the street and it's traumatizing for them. So to have an mm-hmm. outlet that they can use in music to express what they're seeing is really powerful. I see here the documentary that you're producing is actually, and it's so funny because I hadn't read this part of the bio yet or the program design doc yet. And um, I just started off talking about how, you know, music in essence did save me as a, as a child. Like it sustained me. It kept me from going cuckoo when I was enduring abuse and things like that. And here the name of your documentary is the music saved me. Wow. Um, following the life of a student in Oakland and how her passion for music has shaped her growth. That is, that is tremendous. Thank you. Yep. So you yeah, are that'll actually, be a, that'll be a longer term project, that part of it. Cause this is something we plan like, like harmonic reduction is going to be an annual event Yeah. with the same, you know, end goal of raising awareness and getting people to play their part in the fight against, you know, protecting our kids in the community. So they don't get traffic to begin with, hopefully. Right. That's the that's the goal. Yeah. So. And so this documentary for me is one that I really identify with. And I just, you know, for me, music was I was so grateful that uh, 
music was there again to give me a platform to express my feelings. And so I see here in your documentary, you're going to do a day to day narrative uh, with this young lady and incorporate these visual pieces. And so you'll be, you know, we'll be able to kind of look into the life of a young person and see how music is a coping mechanism for, for her, a way for her to get from day to day. Is that right? Um, that's definitely the gist of it. That's like a, a project that's just starting up. So that one's going to take a, a longer time. If that's not going to be released in spring, but that is exactly the concept. Wow. That, yes. We think it's a very important story to tell and for people to understand that the power of music, right? Yeah. That it, yeah. It can do amazing, amazing things and get people to do amazing things. Yeah. And so on that note, you know, in, in the next segment, I want to talk a little bit about the music of our day. Right. And and because, you know, I'm pretty passionate about um, how influential music was on me, both in a positive way and in a negative way when I was coming up. And so want to get your perspective on that. And and, you know, you know, it just kind of open that up a little bit and talk about, um, you know, being socially conscious and being socially responsible. Right. As we launch music, as we share what we're feeling. Right. Um, and, and, and where does the line um, what's the 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 line that is maybe going too far when we've expressed ourselves to the extent that we may be without thinking about who we're influencing, right? Because we are role models when we are leaders in the community, whether it be by music or other, other, um, you know, other ways that we reach youth. And so how, how can, uh, how can we help shape that? And just, you know, just want to get your point of view on that. So when we come back, we're going to hear from Michelle on that. And thanks for listening to Abolition Radio. We'll be back with more Abolition Radio right after these messages from our sponsors. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, where you are invited to join the fight against human trafficking. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. We're in the studio today with co-founder of Stellium, Michelle Ryan, and we're talking about a uh, an event, a um, a concert, and a, an album that will be launching um, in, in in the April timeframe. And the event is is actually going to happen at the Grace Cathedral in San Francisco. It's called Music of the Spheres on April twenty eighth. Uh, we've been talking about that as part of an overarching harmonic rege- reduction movement uh, that uh, both. Uh, Michelle and Malaya, her uh, her partner, her co-founder, um, are uh, working on together as part of Stellium. And and uh, one of the things that is a really critical part of kind of mashing up, uh, you know, activating youth uh, with music is, is is being socially conscious, right? Being socially responsible. And so I asked in the last segment what your thoughts are, on Michelle, on, you know, the, some of the music that's, uh, you know, common, that's popular today, right? Um, and and some of the messages that are being sent to young people, which, by the way, I grew up on many of those messages and and they did have a huge impact on how I saw myself. And so what are your thoughts on that? Um, well, I, I really do believe in, in freedom of speech and complete artistic freedom when it comes to, to music and art and all of that. So I would never like say, you know, don't say that or that's if that's their story, you know, and they're being genuine about it. I would never like be the one to criticize it. But yeah. 
we're selling them. We, we have something that we're setting out to do, right? Right. And a, and a message and that we're trying to, to share to get people to care about, you know, our kids and, and, and our communities and, and protecting them. And so all I can do is, is pick artists that, that align with that. Right agenda. Right? No, I, I, I get what you're saying. So like, I think what I'm hearing you say is that, you know, there, I mean, and, and, and I'm just as guilty as anyone. There are certain beats that I've heard or certain songs that I've heard that have lyrics in them that are not, um, you know, they're not aligned with the philosophy of love never fails or of, of, uh, the, the goals, uh, that we hold, right. right? The goals of protect or the goals of stellium, not aligned with that. And, and at the same time, um, you don't want to be uh, the kind of organization that says, you know, controls everybody or says, you know, puts people down because people are where they are. Right. And so I try to meet people where they are. If that's what you're listening to, if that's what you're speaking on, if that's what you're about. Okay. There's a reason why you're, you're there. Right. There's yeah, a reason why. Why, why, do, why do you relate to that? Right. And how does that make you feel? You know, maybe being able to open up the conversation. But the artist, I mean, if that if they're if that's their story, if that's their life, then not that, that's what it is. You know, who's to judge somebody about that? That's how I feel. Well, and, you know, for me, it, it, it's it's not even it's like there's this place where and this is just Vanessa speaking here. There's this place where like I see someone and they're talking about, you know, pimping somebody and they're talking about, you know, being in the drug life and beating people up and this and that. And I go, there's a part of me. The first thing that happens with me is like, I, I have the mom reaction, which is like, ill, you know, like that's mm-hmm. not cool, you know, yeah. like, mm-hmm. and, and then, you know, then of course my, my faith comes into it and like, that's not cool. But then there's this other thing that comes into it, which is like, Oh, like more of a clinical perspective. Like, how did how did they come to this place where that's what they think is right? Right. And that's exactly. what, and that's how right. they feel and why. And then I start letting compassion in and empathy in and I start saying like, wow, like and that's why Love Never Fails is an organization that not only cares about and, and seeks to understand um, the survivor's experience, but also the exploiter's experience, because I truly believe that people don't want to be doing that kind of stuff, that they don't want to be hurting someone else. But something has happened along the way. And um, and so I try to be empathetic or compassionate, like what did happen? And and so, so like some examples are um, uh, one of my business partners, um, Ashley Bryan, who's a co-founder of Three Strands Global and also co-founder of Protect, which is our prevention education program. She often um, talks about making visits to San Quentin prison to actually uh, interview. She talks to many of the prisoners there that. Um, are exploiters or rapists. And she, she asks them about their background. You know, she wants to under, she seeks to understand like, what is your, you know, what caused you to get to this point? And many of them will tell stories about how they were um, habitually abused themselves. Right. Oftentimes victims. Absolutely. And I'm a complete advocate for that. Yeah. Let's get down to why, why do you promote this lifestyle? Right. Right. Do you really feel good about it? And, and maybe like, yeah, I, I, I love that approach. Yeah. And I mean, some, sometimes like lately I've been thinking a lot about like having a restorative justice like forum where we bring some people in that um, have those perspectives. Cause I don't think anybody's going to come in and be like, oh yeah, I'm an exploiter. Right. So, cause nobody wants to get arrested or whatever, but maybe they can come in and be like, you know what? I, I like this kind of music. 
Right. And, and we can have a discussion like, OK, have some people in the room and, and I'm sure it'll be girls and guys that'll say, yeah, I like this kind of music. And we can have a little discussion like, OK, take me through it. Like, what is it? What is it doing? It What is it doing for you? Right. What are you identifying with here? And, um, you know, like I, I, I think back to my days, I would put on certain music that was like really aggressive. It was talking about slapping this person and punching that person and shooting this person. And I had a lot of anger and, 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 and frustration in me. And so when I would hear those songs, I would feel like I would get some of that out because yeah, I would start. Release, right? Yeah. You yeah. Connect it with it. You relate it to it on some level it's just like uh movies right right violent movies or something you get sucked into it and and you connect with it on some level right so it's not like this comes out of nowhere no and you feel like oh i got some of that off me you know like i'd like cheesy but i like the movie the equalizer i just love that movie you know and uh i like the movie southpaw you know and and why do i love those kind of movies because the you know it's like underdog it's like you know revenge and you know justice and like and i'm like okay all these people are getting killed and they're getting beaten up vanessa that's not very christian vanessa (laughs) on something really important is often those people, those artists that are singing about, you know, this gangster lifestyle, they are the underdogs oftentimes, mm-hmm. right? They came from nowhere. Right. And they made something of themselves however they could. And everybody roots for an underdog, right? Everybody. Yeah. Well, and so. and so, you know, I think, you know, what, what we have to come to terms with is like, I, I'm not... Um, I don't promote those those actions and I don't promote those lifestyles. And yet at the same time, I relate to it. Right. And I mm-hmm. have empathy and I have compassion for it. I've been in it in the past. Right. And and I, I understand where it's coming from. And so then. For me, at that place, we can we can seek a common interest. We can say, you know what? I feel you. That's where you're coming from. That's your background or that's what you're experiencing right now. But let me tell you, as a survivor of abuse, how it feels to have to have you playing that and and have someone saying, oh, it's cool. I just slapped this girl, I beat her down and I've been beat down, you know, Um yeah. Oh, I, you know, oh, yeah, I just raped this girl, but, you know, it's characterized as something fun, you know. Um, and, you know, like I think about different lyrics. It ain't no fun if my homies can't have none. Well, you know what? That sounds like gang rape to me. And, mm-hmm. like, I've been gang raped, and it's not fun. And so, how do we reach a, um, a common. Um, you know, place where we're hearing from one another, because I don't think people really understand the other side of the coin, you know, Um, you know, the person that's saying it ain't no fun if my homies can't have none. It you never know. That could be somebody who um, has been forced to engage in a gang, you know, gang rape scenario under pressure because they're in some kind of pack with, right, with and they're their... trying to justify it and feel okay about it. Yet you just never know, and I really commend you with everything that you have gone through, that you have such an open mind about about understanding why it happens instead of just judging and say, that's awful that you put out this type of music, right? That's going to do no one any good. Right. So, I, yeah, it's amazing that, that you're able to do that. 
And by the way, let me just for the listening audience, I have not been gang raped, but I'm just I'm giving I'm giving an example. I have I am a survivor of sexual abuse and assault, but I'm not that kind. But I just I'm giving that example of uh, what someone might be saying who had gone through that. And so it's just it's just, you know, like this is one of the reasons why I think it's important to provide a platform for music to meet um, human trafficking and to have a dialogue because I think that's the way that we're going to reach the youth that are most heavily impacted and at risk and vulnerable to this issue. So, um, yeah. So, okay. So this is great. Um, we're going to come back. I know Michelle, you've got to actually, um, go and work on this album. So this next segment, we're actually going to shift gears. We're going to talk a little bit about some things that are going on related to your event, but, um, I want to thank you so much for joining us today, Michelle. Um, can't thank you enough. And I look forward to working on music for the spheres. Thank you so much. And just want to say tickets went on sale yesterday and you have, uh, until March 1st to get early bird pricing. So, And what's the, uh, where can they get the tickets? It's on stelliummusic.com, and you'll find a link to Music of the Spheres. Beautiful. Thank you Thank so much, you. Michelle, and we'll be right Always back with another segment of Abolition Radio. Thanks so much. We'll be back with more Abolition Radio right after these messages from our sponsors. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, where you are invited to join the fight against human trafficking. And welcome back to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. We've been in the studio today talking with co-founder of Stellium Music, uh, Michelle Ryan. Once again, shout out to you. Thank you so much for all of your input and just your activism uh, over the last couple of years. Uh, Interestingly, actually, Michelle and I uh, worked with another great guy, John, and uh, in a previous company to pull together, put our Love Never Fails prevention education curriculum uh, online. And, um, you know, we we started on that project and actually um, then we, Love Never Fails, joined together with Three Strands Global and Frederick Douglass Family Initiative to work on protect and so we sort of stopped that work but a lot of the early uh, vision around um, making our curriculum available to teachers and students online um, was uh, cultivated by Michelle and John so thank you for just being right there with us in in taking on this issue of human trafficking and more importantly um, the some of the proceeds from the music of the spheres event will be um, uh, donated to protect Um, which is our collaborative between Three Strands Global Love Never Fails and Frederick Douglass Family Initiative. And uh, it is our prevention education collaborative. um, And that stands for Prevention Organized to Educate Children on Trafficking. Uh, And we are uh, moving right along on that note, going into every uh, 5th, 7th, ninth, and 11th grade classroom. That's the goal. And all of the rural counties in California, 35 counties out of the 58. We are also in active conversations with counties throughout the state uh, to bring the prevention education there. I want to make sure that the listening audience knows this is a train the trainer um, education program where we um, actually provide curriculum narratives tools uh, to uh, teachers throughout the state so that they can then educate their students 
And the duration of the program is about two and a half hours of curriculum for each grade, so it's not a heavy lift. And it's been specifically designed to slate into uh, the the specific classes in fifth grade, seventh grade, ninth grade, and eleventh grade, uh, and written against the California Education Code, so that it's not a heavy lift, so that it can be done within the confines of the class, meeting the requirements that have already been set. And um, just so y'all know, uh, between the three organizations, we've educated over a hundred thousand students um, to date, and um, and so we're super excited about. Uh, actually, we've we've now provided the curriculum to three counties, Shasta, Sierra, and Lassen. And uh, we're going to be adding Imperial and Merced very soon. So super excited about that. Um, we ask that for your continued support. Uh, and again, if you want us to come out and speak with your Office of Education, speak with your county supervisors, and share with them what Protect is all about, uh, we'd love to do that. Uh, one of the things, a study that was done in Minnesota that is always just so compelling to me is that for every dollar that we invest in prevention education, we save $34 in aftercare. And so just, you know, just thinking about that for a moment, how much money we could save if we just got ahead of this thing. I always say, I want to put myself out of business in the housing arena. I want to get rid. Yeah, I don't want to have to house uh, survivors of human trafficking and deal with all the trauma that they've been through. Not that I don't want to have to do that because I love them dearly, but wouldn't it be better if I reached them as a child and I was able to give them prevention strategies so that they could get some help along the way and, and actually avoid that kind of outcome. I'm not saying it happens. It's going to happen, but it's something I strive towards. I want to put myself out of business and put, you know, all aftercare trauma oriented services uh, out of business with prevention education so that we can save people that pain and save them from the struggle if we can, or at least minimize it. Right. Um, and, uh, I know I, I am grateful for the struggles I've been through and they have shaped who I am. And, and so, you know, maybe there's a little bit of that, that, um, we can be grateful for even in our, in, even in, in our difficulty, but anything we can do to reduce the pain that's inflicted on children. I'm sure that you as a listening audience would agree is something we should all rally around. I do want to tell you about some events that are going on in the community. Um, we do have a, a, a very powerful event going on in uh, in Hayward uh, next week, next Saturday, and it's called Dance in Authority. It is going to be very uh, powerful event. It's it's from two to four thirty uh, Saturday, February eleventh, and it is going to be hosted by New Hope Christian Fellowship, and that is two two one one zero Montgomery Street in Hayward, California. And we are going to have uh, dancers from Shiloh, from uh, Acts Full Gospel, from Faith Fellowship from a variety of, of churches throughout the Bay uh, are going to come and, and, and join us in praise dance. And this is hosted by the free to worship dance team, uh, which is um, in partnership with love never fails. And so I, I absolutely um, encourage you to come out. It's going to be beautiful and, uh, and it's going to be a time for us to um, hear from all of those dance teams about how to dance in authority and how, um, you know, once again, how, how music has met their faith and how they have obtained authority in God and in Jesus and in using the weapons um, that they have been equipped with in worshiping the Lord. And so this is this is something that we would encourage you to come out and uh, 
and uh, participate in. Also, we want to encourage you to come out and uh, join us for our street outreach, which is on the third Saturday of every month, this month on the 18th. And that um, meet up at Faith Fellowship Church in San Leandro. That's 577 Manor Boulevard. Uh, and uh, go. you'll be going out uh, on a bus and doing some outreach there. Um, super excited. Um, actually, um, Cisco Systems has uh, offered to sponsor um, the San Jose outreaches. I'm not sure if we're going to San Jose this month, but they're going to be providing coffee and um and uh, hot cocoa and for the workers and also toiletry kits for um, the uh, people that we might encounter. Uh, if you or your company would like to sponsor some of our outreaches that happen on the third Saturday of every month, we would greatly welcome that, re- greatly appreciate that. Just reach out to us at streets, S-T-R-E-E-T-S, at loveneverfailsus.com. I uh, also want to encourage you to join us uh, for the... Um, um, our weekly corporate prayer, and that is at eight o'clock on uh, eight o'clock Pacific time on Sunday evenings. And that number is six four one seven one five three five eight zero. The code is six one zero nine seven five. So c- do come out and um, participate in that, or actually call in, not come out, but call in. Uh, we welcome uh, you to you know, be an active member of our prayer team. Um, and we would love to know how we can pray for you. If you'd like to um, ask for prayer, just go to our website and that's loveneverfailsus.com and look under um, prayer. There's a resources area and it, and it asks, uh, there's a form there that you can fill out to ask for specific prayer. Uh, also, you know, there's um a variety of other events that are going on and we do have an events uh, tab on our on our website which is loveneverfailsus.com uh, we just invite you to get involved there's amazing things going on uh, in the month of February being Black History Month um, uh, just you know some stats that are really important to keep front and center um, is you know 42.8% of African American girls in Oakland are reading at third grade level by third grade which means that just under 60% are not reading at third grade level. And 18.7% of African-American girls are chronically absent, which means more than 18 days of absenteeism. In a month of Black History Month, we hope that you're out there um, maybe reading to a group of kids, um, working with a group of of, uh, students, African-American students, and really helping them um, to be all that they can be. Um, and, and, and if nothing more, making sure that they know they're loved, they're valuable, they're important. We've got to come together as one and make sure that, um, we're not leaving our orphans and our, um, and, and any members of our family on the side of the road, right? We've got to, we've got to all rally together and meet the needs of those that are hurting or that are in need. So I am so grateful to all of you for listening today. Uh, I hope that you are walking away with some new perspective on some, some way that you might be able to meet people where they are and uh, we thank you for listening to abolition radio and of course we want to make sure that if you haven't heard it uh, anywhere else we want to make sure that you know that you are loved thanks for joining us this week on abolition radio we trust that you've been inspired by these stories of hope and survival and that you'll accept our challenge to get involved by contacting us at abolitionradio.org by liking and sharing our page on Facebook, Facebook slash Abolition Radio, or by making a contribution directly to Love Never Fails. 
Abolition Radio is the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails, which is a donor-supported, nonprofit ministry that Vanessa founded as a way of directly impacting the lives of young people who are trapped in or at risk of becoming involved in sex trafficking. This broadcast needs your involvement and support. To find out more, simply go to abolitionradio.org and click on Love Never Fails. Today's program was brought to you in part by Case Industries and with major support from the staff and membership and donors at Faith Fellowship Church. Our theme song, Courage to Believe, is by Justin McRoberts. Hear more about his passion for justice and art at justinmcroberts.com. Our audio engineer is Jarrell Martin, and this is Dave Naderhood. On behalf of Vanessa, Benita, and the whole team at Love Never Fails, Thanks for listening, and thanks even more for taking action to help set captives free. You're in the neighborhoods we live in. You're in the ones we're passing by. You're in the ones we call our neighbors, and the ones who still sleep our eyes. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.